Welcome to our class in Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Yehuda Ato Yehuda Achecha. That Yehuda, you, your brothers, are going to uh, acknowledge you in a great way. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Monday night, which is the night before Tuesday, in Parshas Vayichi, um, the tenth day of the month of Teves. In the year Tafshin Lamed Ches, and the Rebbe said this from his room. So the Rebbe quotes the verse in the Torah portion where Yaakov blesses his children, and the blessing he says to Yehuda is Yehuda, you Yehuda, Ata, you Yehuda, Achecha, your brothers are going to uh, um, acknowledge you in a great, beautiful, big way. So the Rebbe brings from the Alta Rebbe. Um, in the uh, Chassidic discourse in Torah Ur, the author's book of Chassidus on the Parsha, and he says over there as fo- follows, that when it says Yehuda, we know that Yehuda, when he was born, so his mother called him Yehuda, and she said, why am I calling you Yehuda? Because Apam Oides Hashem. Now I'm going to acknowledge to Hashem for the tremendous gift and the tremendous blessing that he gave me another child. So Haidoya, acknowledgement, being grateful, is a very, very beautiful quality. And this idea of being acknowledging is not only referring to the idea of Yehuda, the altar says, but it's generally speaking about all the Jewish people acknowledging the tremendous, um, great, uh, great blessings that Hashem gives us. And um, so why does it say Yehuda ato yeducha achecha? That you, what does it have to do with your brothers? Acknowledging the gratefulness. So the altar says that in order for the acknowledgement should be in a revealed way, that's going to happen through the brothers. In other words, like this. The fact is, we all, deep down, subconsciously acknowledge all the gratefulness that Hashem does for us, does for us, did for us, will do for us. But in order for it to be in a revealed way, it's after you do ha that comes about specifically through your brothers. Which brothers? Obviously the brothers that were alive beforehand. Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi, the brothers that were born before Yehuda. So that's the uh, Kabbalistic insight of Yehuda, Ata Yehuda, that your brothers, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, they're the ones that cause and bring about the acknowledgement of Yehuda, that it should be in a revealed way. And um, he explains over there, the altar explains uh, Kabbalistically that Reuven and Shimon, that represents the first two portions of Shema that we say every single, every single day. And Levi, the third brother, represents the uh, prayer that we say right after Shema of Emes Vyatsev, which comes after Krishna. And after you have the two portions of Shema, which represents Reuven and Shimon, and you have the Emes of Yatsev represents by, by, by Levi, then you come to Shemayin Esrei. And we know Shemayin Esrei, that is the greatest and the most powerful Haidoya acknowledgement and humility, which is represented by the idea of Yehuda. So that's what the Alter Rebbe says in Torah Ur. And the Rebbe is going to explain this, and he says as follows. What's the whole idea spiritually? Of Reuven. Reuven comes when he was born, so his mother said, Kira, because Hashem saw, Hashem saw my challenges, 
And Shimon was named, as the mother said, because Shama, Hashem heard my prayers. What does that mean to see? And what does that mean to hear in a practical way of serving Hashem, which applies to each and every one of us? So the Rebbe explains that Ruvay means to see. What does it mean to see? That the way we serve Hashem is not through comprehension enough, just through comprehension, but it's in a way of real, of seeing. What does that mean? That the acknowledgement and the reality of Hashem and godliness is not in a way that we just hear it, but we actually see it in a very, very, very clear way, all the gifts that Hashem gives us. Like, for example, when someone sees something, if someone only hears something, so you can just argue, maybe you heard it right, you didn't hear it right, maybe it wasn't 100% the way, the way you heard is really what happened, but when someone sees something, what can you say to the person? I saw it, this is what I saw. So when a person sees something, there's no doubt, since you actually saw it. So what does that mean practically when you're serving Hashem? That when a person meditates about the fact that Hashem runs the world, and Hashem is involved in every single part of my life, it's in a way of re'iyah, that we see it, that which is 100% true, as if you see it. And when a person sees that Hashem creates the world, maintains the world, and runs the world, and everything in my life is coming from Hashem, what happens then when you not just hear it or understand it or comprehend it, or it's a nice theory, but when you actually see that every part of your life is being run by Hashem Himself, then what happens is you start having real Avas Hashem. Then you start really loving Hashem because you see the way Hashem is running, running your life. Hashem is so giving you all these blessings. Then you develop a real love for Hashem. Like, um, like, like it says in the verse, reference through in Kira, because she saw um, that Kiata now Yevani Ishi, my husband is going to love me, which that is basically the connection to the first parsha of Shema, which is connected to Ruvain, because what does it say in the first parsha of Shema? It says, Shema you should love God your God. How do you come about loving God your God? The greater you see in a revealed way the way Hashem is running your life, and all the blessings you have is for Hashem, that will give you the greatest love. So the seeing will give you the love, and if you have the love, that means you see it. So if you want to have a greater love for Hashem, you need to work on seeing Hashem in your life. Hashkacha Pratis, divine providence. And the more you work on literally seeing it, love is going to be flowing for Hashem, and if you have love for Hashem, obviously your life will be blessed in a beautiful, powerful, great way. So that is the Avoidah of Ruvain. Seeing Hashem, which creates true love for Hashem. Then there's the Avodah of Shimon. What does Shimon mean? Kishama. What does that mean, Kishama, to hear? That your work, your spiritual work is in a way of Shmiya. You hear it, you understand it, but not on the same level of seeing it. So what does that mean? Hearing means I hear. It's not as close as seeing it. In Kabbalah it's called Rikuk. You're further away. Like, for example, somebody hears something, someone told them something, but you yourself didn't see it. So therefore, since you don't see it, you only heard about it, it's not love. It's awe. Awe comes from far away. Love comes from close. 
all comes from far. And that's represented by the second parasha of Shema. What does it say in the second parasha of Shema? V'hoyim shomoya tishmu. If you're going to hear. And then it says in the second parasha, Yishomru lechem, be careful, panyifta, which is all referring to the idea where the relationship with Hashem is in a level of Shmiya. And uh, because it's in a level of Shmiya, what it affects within you, which emotion does it stimulate? It stimulates the emotion of, of Yira, of awe. Of, 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 of. That is Ruvain, the first Pasha, Re'iya, seeing, and that is the idea of love. The second Pasha is Shma, hearing, and that creates awesomeness, awe. However, when you come to the third, which is referring to Levi, what is Levi? When Levi was called, what was he called? So he's called Levi, um, that my husband's going to what? Go ahead and cleave to me. And words, what does that mean? After you say Shema, and you say MS Vyatsiv, Hadavar Hazaleinu. What is Hadavar Hazal? What, what's this thing? It's referring to Torah, because what happens is when you learn Torah, then you can create a cleaving effect with Hashem. Those are the three levels of the two portions of Shema and Siyatziv, Ruvin Shivan Alevi, seeing, hearing, connection, love, or and learning Torah. Now, what does that mean practically? So the Rebbe explains as follows: these three levels. Of what? Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi. Those are the three pillars that the world stands on. Now, there's the general world, the global world, but we all know, even though you have the global world, but every single person is a little world, a miniature world. You are called human beings. What are the, what are the three pillars that we stand on? We stand on three pillars. Torah, learning Torah, Avoidah, praying, and Gemilas Chasadim, doing acts of charity, and which refers to generally all the mitzvahs. So the three pillars that give us strength to stand is the pillar of learning Torah, prayer, and doing the mitzvahs. Ruvain, what did we say before? What's Ruvain? Ruvain develops is love, love for Hashem. Love is in the, in the track of Gemilas Chasadim, of doing the mitzvahs. Acts of ca- kindness, charity. Why? What's the connection between between Ruvain and love and doing acts of ca- kindness and charity? It's very simple. Because what happens is when you see Hashem, then you love Hashem. And if you love Hashem, you love His people. Because we know that loving Hashem and loving the people, it's all the same. Hashem created everybody. And therefore, because you love Hashem, therefore you're busy doing gemilas chasadim. You're doing acts of kindness, acts of charity. Because what happens is when a person is in love, when a person has love, that is the cause. And that is the internal reason for any chesed. In other words, any time you see someone doing something good, an act of kindness, what's the motivation? Deep down, because it comes from a place of love. Love fuels chesed. Um, or in Kabbalistic terms, it's called melmaila lamata. Anytime you see, anytime you love, you're, you're flowing, you're giving off powerful energy. That's the first idea. So the connection between Ruvain, love, and Gemilas Chesed, which, which is all, all connected. Then you have the second one, we said is Shimon. What is Shimon hearing? Far. Yira. Awesome. What is that? That's the avoida of praying. Why is that? Because prayer is, just like chesed is on the right side, prayer is on the left side. 
And specifically, prayer, we're talking about the second, the second uh, part of Krishna, which is the elevation in the world of Kabbalah, just like Chesed is Melmaila Lamata, prayer is Melmata Lamaila. As we, we, we discussed many times, like, so this prayer, you're dealing with the animal soul. So you're dealing with the Lamata, you're dealing with struggling with the animal soul to try to transform it. That's the avoider of prayer. Prayer is Shmia, Yira, Melmata Lamaila. Then you have the avoid of Levi. Levi is, we said, you love Ishi which is the idea of Torah. Why? Because by us learning Torah, what happens is you create a connection. Torah, Hashem, and the Jewish people become one through Torah. And that's why he says you love Ishi because it creates the real connection. Because through learning Torah, there becomes a connection between us and Hashem. Up until the point, the connection is so strong that Hashem and the Jewish people become totally one. And that's why it says by Emes Viatsev, the truth, and something that will stand, Hadavar said this thing, which is with reference to Torah, because Torah creates the greatest bond between Hashem and the Jewish people. Now, so, so far we dealt with Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi. Love, or and learning Torah. Milmain Lamata, Milmata Lamayla, and the deep connection. But now we're going to go into uh, Yehuda Ata Yeducha Echecha. That Yehuda, through the avoid of the brothers, Reuven Shemar Levi, we come to the highest level of Yehuda. What does that mean? That through the avoid of Reuven Shemar Levi, which is the two, two sections of Shema, and Emes Fiatsev, that creates a preparation to the level of Yehuda, the level of Shemoyne Esrei, which is the level of Bittal. The level of acknowledgement and true humility, just like, and I'll say it in Hebrew and I'll translate it, by, like, just like a devout servant is standing in front of his master with total respect and total humility. Why? Because the, the service, the spiritual service, not just in the prayer, we're talking specifically the prayer service of the Shmoina Esrei, um, is on a level of ultimate humility. In Hebrew it's called Bittal Batachlis. Total surrender, total humility, much higher than the humility of Krishna. When you say Shema, it's also humility. We, and it's powerful. But the Shema humility is totally off the charts. And we know, for example, there's, there's, there's halachot, that you now let him actually make a separation between Shema and Shema You can't talk out. Why? Because you're going from one level of humility to the next level of, of, of humility. So it knows through the avoid of Ruvain, Shimon and Levi, the two sections of Shema, Emes then you come to the fourth son, Yehuda, which is what? The idea of the highest level of humility of Shimon Esrei. And the Rebbe says we find the same idea in reference to the three crowns. What do we know? There's three crowns. It says in Ethics of Our Fathers. You have the crown of Torah, which is Levi, the crown of Kahuna, the crown of Malchus, which is Torah, Tefillah, and and Gemilas Chasadim, Torah and prayer and doing charity. Those are the three crowns: Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Torah, prayer, and, and acts of kindness. Gemilas Chasadim is Reuven. Prayer is Shimon, and Torah is Levi. But then you have the fourth crown. What's the fourth crown? Kesser Shem Toiv is totally above them all. But the fact is, in order to get the Kesser Shem Toiv, you have to first have. The first three crowns. So in order to get the Kesachant of the ultimate humility, you first need the first three. 
Torah, Avoida, Gemilus Chasadim, Torah and prayer and doing mitzvahs, then you can come to the highest level, the crown of Yehuda of Kesashemtov. Now, so the Rebbe asks a simple question why is it that you have to, in order to get to Yehuda, total surrender, total limit? Why do you need to have Torah, Avoida, Gemilus Chasadim first? And Rebbe explains very simple that humility and surrender we all have. We all surrender for Hashem. But the goal is that our humility shouldn't just be in a subconscious way. It shouldn't be in, a, in, in our subconscious. It should be revealed. So if we want that our humility should be on the highest level, but in a revealed way, you have to have Reuven, Shivan and Levi first. Because the in a concealed way and an internal way, sure we acknowledge. How can we not acknowledge? Hashem created us. Hashem gives us everything. Sure, subconsciously we know it, but we want it to be revealed. And as the the, uh, the Rebbe brings from from the Alter Rebbe, he says in Torah that Yehuda comes from Haidoya, um, which is acknowledging. So that's humility. But it's, his name is not Haidoya. His name is Yehuda. In other words. You, the Yud before Haidoya means it's steady. Like, for example, when you have the Yud, it means it should happen constantly. So the goal is that the Haidoya shouldn't just be subconsciously and at certain moments, but you want that the, that the Haidoya, the acknowledgement, the humility should be always. So how does that happen? That happens specifically when you have the Avoida of Reuven Shimon Levi first. Toira Avoida and Gemil Chasadim. In other words, like this. What, what did, when, when uh, Yehuda was born, so what did his mother say? Hapam, now, Hashem, now I'm going to acknowledge and I'm going to have true recognition and humility for Hashem. Which means, basically, in a revealed way, it wasn't always there. Right now, she had the child, so she's really grateful. Now, Hapam, Hashem. Why, isn't, why don't you acknowledge it always? Why shouldn't we always acknowledge the fact? What changed? Hashem has always gave us everything, gives us everything. Why aren't we always acknowledging Hashem? Because the fact is, unfortunately, we're living in a world where we're in a world. World in Hebrew is called Oilam. Oilam also comes from the word of Helam, concealment. So because there's a concealment of our physical body and of our animal soul, and, and how much more so we're in a concealment of exile, so because... It, godliness is concealed, so we don't have acknowledgement always. However, the godly soul from within us, which the godliness is a part of God, sure, the godly soul always is connected to Hashem and always has an acknowledgement for Hashem's greatness. And there's no, and there's no, there's no up highs and lows with the godly soul. However, we're living in a concealed world. We're living in a body. So from the godly soul's perspective, we always are grateful to Hashem. But because we're in a concealed place, we're in a concealed world, a concealed body, and we're in Golas, so the acknowledgement is not always there. So we, but we want to be able to acknowledge always. So therefore you have to have the introduction of the spiritual work of Ruvain, Gemilos Chesed, Ava, Shimon, prayer, Yira, Levi, learning Torah, to awaken within us that the acknowledgement, which is internally within us, in our heart should be revealed. Until it actually, not only it should be revealed, but it should come out 
b'machshava dibur maisa that we should be grateful in our thoughts. We should constantly be thinking of grateful thoughts. We should be speaking words of being grateful. And in our action, we should be grateful. And as the verse continues, and it says in reference to Yehuda, that when you have Yehuda, when you're grateful, again, in a revealed way, through the instruction of Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, then what does it say? Yodcha ba'oyre fa'ivecha. Then your hand is on the neck of your enemy. In other words, that the revelation of the acknowledgement of Yehuda comes in a physical way and in a spiritual way. And in other words, obviously the verse says clearly, it means literally, but not only physically, but also spiritually. And after your hand is in the neck of your enemy, what does it say afterwards? Gur Arya Yehuda. That Yehuda is as strong as a lion. Yehuda is always going to be the real leader of the Jewish people. And the Rebbe says it's possible to say that, we, that this that we say, your hand will be on the neck of the enemy, is that's going to happen even before the redemption. Yehuda is ultimately going to be the ultimate redeemer. But even before the redemption, already you're going to have Yod Chabayur Fevecha. Why? Because this idea of Gur Arya Yehuda, Yehuda is going to be the spiritual lion. That, and, 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 and the fact that Yehuda, that Yehuda is going to be the, the line of kingdom for the Jewish people, that's referring to who? King David. King Solomon, that from their ancestry is going to be coming out the King Mashiach, the, the, the King of Messiah that's going to come out. And as it says, or come shave at me, Israel, there's going to be a leader from the Jewish people. And as we know, the prophet says, the Avdi David Melech Aleim, our servant King David is going to be the king. Or as it says in the prophets, with David Avdi Nasi Lehem Lo'ilam, that King David's going to be the, the, the leader forever. And like, for example, we said in the, in the, in the, in the Torah and Shabbat. But bef- so that's, in general, the way it's going to be when Mashiach comes. But even before that, Yod Chabayir Favecha is going to happen before that. And as we, when, the, when we're, we're living in the end of the times of Galos, it's going to, what we're going to see is that Yod Chabayir Favecha, our hand is going to be on, on the neck of the enemy. What does that mean? That all the enemies of the Jewish people, because we know, for example, all the Jewish people are, 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 are called Yehuda. But all the, Jew, all the enemies, on the enemies, they're going to be afraid. An emotional fear. They're, they're going to be afraid of the Jewish people. How? How does that happen? That happens when we do our part. When we acknowledge the greatness of Hashem. We were grateful, not in a concealed way, but in a revealed way. And when we do it, not just we're grateful in a state of being, but as, but as we said before, machshava in our thoughts, we're grateful for everything. From when we get up in the morning till we go to sleep, we're grateful in our mind. In our speech, we practice speaking words of being grateful. In the world of action, we're, we're grateful. Means we go in the ways of Hashem, and by by going in the ways of Hashem, by being grateful for all the all the blessings Hashem gives us, then all the enemies will go away from us. And um, based on this, Rebbe says this is possibly the connection 
where it says that Yehuda Ata Yiducha which again, by doing the work of Reuven Shimon Levi, Torah, Tfilah, and Sdaka, love, awe, and learning Torah. Through that, we come to the greatness level of great, being grateful. Then what happens, Yot all the enemies are afraid. And then, then we can come to what the name of the Torah portion is, by Yechi Yaakov that even in the land of Egypt, Yaakov can live. What does that mean? What's Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim resembles Gullus. That even, unfortunately, if we're living in Gullus, and we know that all the exiles are named after the original first Gullus. And but even though we're in Gullus, by Yechi, we can live. How can you live? If it's Gullus, God's concealed, how can you really live? And the answer is very simple. By learning Torah. And especially learning Chsidis. Because Chsidis is not only called Torah, it's called Torah's Chaim. Torah of life. And when we, we, we do our mitzvahs, when we, we do the 613 commandments, the 248 positive, the 365 negative. Because in reference to, to mitzvahs, what does it say in the Torah of Achai Bahim? We should live by them. That means that by doing the mitzvahs, we, we become alive. And Rebbe brings down the famous um, um, insight of the, of the Alter Rebbe, that he told his grandson, the Tzemach Tzedek, and he told them as follows. It says, Vayechi Yaakov Beretz Mitzrayim. How did Yaakov live in Eretz Mitzrayim? And it says his best years he lived in... It's Gullus. How did he live in Gullus? And the altar told his grandson that Tzemach Tzedek. Because he went ahead and he sent Yehuda first. Why did he send Yehuda first? To establish a yeshiva over there. So that they can learn. When you have a yeshiva and you learn, then it could be Vayechi Yaakov Beretz Mitzrayim. And when you have a Yechi Yaakov through learning, then you have Yehuda Ata Yeducha which again means Yod that all the enemies are going to go away. By learning Torah, as we know, it says in the Talmud, that when you have Kol Kol Yaakov, when basically the, when you, when the shuls and the yeshivas um, are strong and the coil of Yaakov is strong it means people pray and people study Esau cannot have any influence on us and not only that even more than that that not only they can't even influence and here comes the beauty that the nations of the world help the Jewish people in everything physically so that we can learn Torah and do the mitzvahs with Abundance, not just learn Torah and do mitzvahs, but learn Torah and do mitzvahs with abundance, in a way that we're constantly adding light to our lives. And by this, not only adding light, but the light, it's not just light, but the light gets rid of the darkness and brings the ultimate redemption, which will come and take us out of Gullus. So obviously it's a short Hasidic discourse, but it's very, very powerful Hasidic discourse. Because you see here clearly, that when a person lives their life with revealed humility, now it's an avoida, it's work. Because first you have to do the avoida of seeing godliness in your life, which brings you to love Hashem, which brings you to doing the mitzvahs, and then praying, Yiris Hashem, and learning Torah. Then your haidoya is in a revealed way. 
you acknowledge Hashem in a revealed way, when you acknowledge Hashem in a revealed way, then all the enemies go away. And not only that, the Rebbe says that the nations of the world help us so that we can learn Torah and do mitzvahs and pray with tremendous archava. So let's hope and pray that we take a to live a life in a revealed way of tremendous haidoya. And this way we'll be blessed to hopefully, God willing, Next class will give for true Archava in Rishalayim Ir HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week.